Welcome to the Heartbeat of Main Street with Forbes Books at ForbesBooks.com and Bank of America at BankofAmerica.com. And here's your host, Greg Stebbin. I am here with a gentleman by the name of Joel Com. His last name is C-O-M-M. His website is joelcom.com. On Twitter and Facebook, he's at joelcom. Joel was an internet pioneer, and he has been creating profitable websites, software, products, and helping entrepreneurs succeed since 1995. He calls himself the functional futurist. He doesn't just see the future. He gets there first. He's been there, and now he's backing. He's going to tell us what he sees. Actually, today, we're going to talk about tips for Twitter success. In addition to being the functional futurist, Joel is also an author, a speaker, a consultant, and a podcaster. Uh, again, his website is joelcom.com. Joel, welcome. Thank you for having me. Uh, what, a, what a great introduction. I can't wait to hear what I'm about to say. <laughs> me too. <laughs> so, Joel, uh, among other things, you're a New York Times bestselling author. You've written 15 books. One of your books is called Twitter Power 3.0, How to Dominate mm-hmm. Your Market One Tweet at a Time. So can we talk about how small business owners can make the best use of Twitter? Of course we can. And that book co-authored with my good friend Dave Taylor, also a very prolific author and good good fun working with him on that title. So what do I need to know as a small business owner about establishing a presence on Twitter? Well, establishing one is really easy. It's the implementation and execution of then using the platform is where many people fail. And, you know, I think that the first point of failure is they think that it is a soapbox that they are supposed Mm -hmm. to set up in the middle of the Internet and begin screaming, buy my stuff. And nothing could be further from the truth. I mean, you don't do that in the real world. Um, Certainly, if you have a brick and mortar shop or something, you want people to come and you advertise it. But it, it's not the way to get people to buy from you. It's not relationship-centric. And it takes the social out of social media completely. So I think, you know, one of the biggest mistakes businesses make is when they don't engage, when they just use Twitter or any of the social platforms as a means for just broadcasting their message without seeking to build any kind of relationship with potential followers or customers. It's getting very warm in here, Joel. Are you talking to me? Because I'm guilty as accused. Yeah. I mean, as you're saying that, I'm realizing, oh, that's me. I'm doing it all wrong. So that our listeners... You're the vacuum cleaner salesman. You're the guy (laughs) that knocks on the door. It's six in the evening when dinner's on the stove, the kids are screaming, and it's chaos, and you just knocked on the door and you want to sell a vacuum cleaner. Yeah. That's... But you know what? We've all done it. So breathe easy. I've made the same mistake on, you know, some various social platforms. And that's how I have the battle scars. You know, this is how you discover what works and what doesn't. This is how you have the awakening that sales is a four-step process. It is not a buy my stuff. It is all relationship-centric, and it's really focused on these four phrases, uh, like me, know me, trust me, pay me. And it's mm-hmm. in that order. You know, when we, when we greet the salesman at the door or when we set up a Twitter profile and we immediately begin selling, we're jumping right to pay me. And that doesn't work. I'm not going to pay you because I don't trust you. I'm not going to, I don't trust you because I don't know who you are and I don't know you because I don't like the fact that you're knocking on my door or shouting on my stream. 
to about something I have no idea about. But you know, when we like somebody on Twitter, we follow them. And, and that doesn't mean they're ready to buy. It just means, hey, let's see what this person is all about. I'm going to follow them because I, I might like what they're into. And then as I see the tweets and the content that they put out and the engagement and the value that they bring, I get to know who that person, that business, what their product and service is all about. And see, do they really care about people? And that's where I decide if I trust that person enough. And if you've gotten somebody to like you, know you, and trust you, then the fourth step, the transaction, the pay me, is actually a very small step. You don't have to sell very hard once you have inculcated like, know, and trust into a relationship. Here's my takeaway from what you just said, what you so brilliantly said, frankly. Part of, I, I get the four steps, like me, know me, trust me, pay me, but I think embedded deep into the message you just delivered to us. And I'm talking with Joel Com. He's at joelcom.com. Com is C-O-M-M. So joelcom.com on Twitter and Facebook, on Twitter and Facebook at Joelcom. One of his 15 books is called Twitter Power 3.0, How to Dominate Your Market One Tweet at a Time. I think embedded in what you're saying is after I follow you, you have to, or I have to earn the right to keep that relationship every day. Mm -hmm. Once you yeah, like prove, me, prove you can go away tomorrow. Every day I have to be a good, a good part of that relationship or else you're just going to leave. And the, the like well, me, know me, trust me, pay me part's never going to happen. And, and that's difficult, especially as you grow your following. I mean, I've got 820,000 people following me on Twitter. I, I can't, could not keep my sanity by replying and engaging with everybody. Right. Uh, but, you know, as you're getting started, I think it's really important. There are some, you know, like Gary Vaynerchuk, he tries to reply to every dang tweet. And, and good for him. I'm glad that, you know, that's how it maybe that's why he's got, you know, mega millions and I don't. But that is not my MO. And I just I couldn't do that and uh, and stay sane. I'm not sure he has stayed sane, <laughs> but it is important to, to answer questions, to deal with customer concerns, to let people know that you're there and that you are there to serve them. And I think in a way for local businesses, this can actually be even more important because with a local business and a local following, I can know you in a very different way than I can know my favorite brands like Ben and Jerry's ice cream. Right. Yeah, absolutely. If, if you're local and you've got people that are locally following you, you have a, an even more significant opportunity to build those relationships and have people eventually purchase from you. So I could ask you a lot of questions about how to do this and what should I say and how long should my tweets be and should I do video? But I suspect based on what you've said, what you're going to tell me over and over again is to go look at how people are using Twitter in a way that I think is successful and also to notice the ways that people are using it that is not successful and to learn from both their successes and their mistakes. Um, that, well, that's an interesting way to categorize it. I would actually say two things. I would say, number one, we'll go buy my book. Thank you. That was going to be, that was going to be my step two. Yeah. I was not going to forget that. That's why we wrote the book. It's yeah. because it's in there. And, uh, but it, really the key is being authentic. 
Watching other people is, you know, you find examples of that in the book where we show you case studies of how to and how not to. But ultimately, once you get either comfortable in your own skin, you know, you know who you are, you understand what social media is about. It's really just a conversation. You know, unless you're taking classes on how to be human from somebody, it's really that simple. People overcomplicate this and being authentic when you're messaging and your interactions with other people is very appealing to us as humans. We can smell fake and phony, let's say a mile away, but really 10 characters away is, you know, all it takes on Twitter to go, uh-oh, I don't trust this person. And keeping it real and being authentic is really a draw. One thing that's tempting to do in a conversation like this, and I've kind of alluded to this, is tell me what to do. Tell me the best practices. And and as you've said, you've written a book full of them. The book is called Twitter Power 3.0, How to Dominate Your Market One Tweet at a Time. He is Joel Calm. His website is joelcom.com. Yes, really. His com is C-O-M-M dot com, joelcom.com. My com existed before dot com. So, you know, back Yeah, so you can own it. It's fine with me. He's on Twitter and Facebook at Joelcom. He's written 15 books. We've been talking about one in particular here, Twitter Power 3.0, How to Dominate Your Market One Tweet at a Time. And if you want to hear more great tips from Joel and other small business experts, check out Bank of America's online small business community. It's at bankofamerica.com slash SBC. Joel, thanks so much for joining us. My pleasure. Tweet on. Thanks for listening to The Heartbeat of Main Street with Forbes Books at forbesbooks.com and Bank of America at bankofamerica.com. Of America.com.